This is the Kona Edge, the home of Ironman triathletes who dream of qualifying for the World Championships on the Big Island. Welcome on to the Kona Edge. It is Monday. I am still Brad Brown, and it's uh, awesome to have you with us. A couple of good Ironman races uh, around the world as well this weekend. If you race, congratulations. I hope you managed to achieve your goals. I know in our Facebook group, our Kona Edge Facebook group, there was uh, some serious FOMO going on, particularly from our Australian uh, contingents uh, with a lot of the Aussies up at uh, Ironman Australia this weekend in Port Macquarie. But uh, a few of uh, the Aussies who we've spoken to on the podcast and a couple of our patrons uh, not racing this weekend, uh, building up to something a little bit later on in the year. But if you did, congratulations. I hope you uh, managed to achieve everything that you were chasing. And also, I think one of the big talking points this past weekend, if you're listening to us on the Monday that we recorded, was uh, the Nike sub-two-hour marathon uh, event. Let me know your thoughts. I'd love to know what you think of it. Drop, drop me a mail, brad at com, or hop into uh, the Facebook group. Just go to thekonaedge.com forward slash Facebook. We've just hit 1,000 members uh, in that Facebook group, and I'd love to connect with you there. Coming up on today's podcast, by the way, we're going to be chatting up with uh, Tim Ray once again to chat a little bit about his run. That's coming up in just a bit. It's time to check in with the coach's corner and uh, the coach we are featuring today is uh, Marnie Sumbal. For the last 11 years, Marnie and Carl Sumbal have shared a very active lifestyle together as longtime competitive athletes. They've achieved uh, a number of athletics accomplishments in the sport of swimming, running, triathlon and cycling. Over time, their athletic hobby turned into a respectable and successful business. Trimani Coaching and Nutrition offers effective coaching and nutrition strategies to designed to help athletes achieve healthy habits and athletic excellence. Trimani believes in incorporating scientific research with practical ideologies and applying this information to real-world settings to help you, the triathletes, develop and excel on race day. Between them, they've both successfully completed 18 Ironman triathlons and have competed at the Ironman World Championships on the Big Islands a total of six times. Marnie's a board-certified sport dietitian with a Master of Science in Exercise Physiology, and Carl is a experienced retool bike specialist, former Cat 1 cyclist, and proficient bike mechanic. Between them, they've got many years of practice, education, and skills from their own athletic careers, and now apply that experience and knowledge to athletes of all fitness levels. If you'd like to find out more about Try Marnie Coaching. The website to get to is trymarniecoach.com. The link as well. And more info is on theconeedge.com forward slash coaching. If you're a coach and you'd like to get featured on the Kona Edge, all you have to do is head over to theconeedge.com forward slash coaching. Scroll down to the bottom of the page and all the details are there. chat some running now and we head back uh, to just outside sydney in australia to catch up with uh, tim Ray. tim welcome back it's uh, good to good to catch up yeah thanks brad thanks for me back on it's uh, it's good to catch up for another chat tim the, the run uh you, you mentioned in your chat about the swim that no one's ever uh, ever won an iron man because of their swim but they sure have lost it but uh the run is the business end that's uh, that's where it, uh, it all comes down to how would you how would you rate your run um yeah, I mean it's it's something that developed and it's been something that uh that has sort of worked well in my favour. I mean I'd done a bit of running before I got into triathlon and had managed to do a couple of half marathons and actually 
uh, ran a very pitiful marathon, but it was more just ticking the distance off. Um, but it was something from day one. I knew it was never something that was overly going to blow out. And I guess then since my first sort of 70.3 distance in late 2014, it's it's been something that I've worked on and I've sort of taken my run from sort of 130s off the bike down to just under 120. Um, and, yeah, I guess it's something that I'm still not – it's still not where I want it. Um, and I know there's definitely lots of room to work there and it's something that I'm going to really need to work on this year as I move into the pro ranks, as we discussed earlier. Um, but, yeah, I know – I know it's sort of in the mix and it's sort of been where it needs to be or there or thereabouts in age route racing. But yeah, I've definitely, uh, definitely got lots to work on. So, yeah, I mean, you've, you've obviously made great strides. I mean, those times have come down significantly. What are you currently working on now? What are, what are some of the things you're focusing on? Um, I guess right now I've actually, uh, had earlier this year and I've really only just got back into it. I had about six weeks off running. Um, so I ended up, I changed some cleats on my bike shoes and it ended up over six weeks getting, uh, caused me a bit of grief in my left ITB, which turned out and turned into, I guess, sorry, um, an ITB bursitis. So I couldn't, uh, couldn't run for too long there. And I've only been back running for, uh, three solid weeks now. Um, so I guess I'm back running pain free, which is a big relief. Um, and I am, just working on building up some mileage again. Um, I've sort of last three weeks run about 30 to 35 Ks, um, sort of still taking it, run a day, have a day off, um, which has been good, um, and sort of getting some extra work done with the physio. Um, but, yeah, I guess in a normal week, in a, uh, in a normal training block, I sort of focus, definitely have one to two speed workouts, which will be a variety of probably 1K repeats on the track, Um you know, you might have an hour, hour 10 run, which will be, you know, 20 minutes warm up, get in and run eight or nine 1Ks at probably around 70.3 pace and then sort of a warm down. That's then also in the week, I'd probably have a couple of general 45 to an hour uh, runs, literally, which is just aerobic conditioning. So whether that's um, quite a lower heart rate than what I'm racing at, obviously, um, but and then also would have brick run off the bike Saturday after a long ride, usually a longer run Sunday, um, which can at times leading into a race have some specifics built into it. Um, might incorporate a bit of a build run over 80 minutes. Um, so, yeah, a real variety. Sounds It sounds like you, you're on top of everything, though. Injuries, uh, you, you've obviously been plagued with them even before uh, triathlon. Uh, in, in your rugby days, uh, you've, you've done a couple of knees and a couple of shoulders. Bouncing back from injury is really frustrating, particularly around the run, because uh, once you've been around the sport for a while, it's so easy to, to try and rush yourself back. But that's essentially the worst thing you can do. You really need to build up slowly, don't you? Yeah, I mean, it's apart from my injuries prior to triathlon, I've actually been quite lucky, uh, touch wood, and I've had and have never had I guess major injuries that have knocked me out for a bit of time. Um, I have had and do have a bit of an ongoing plantar fasciitis uh, in both feet, but at times it's uh, it's actually quite manageable and drops right off. And I only notice it when I really pick up to some big run weeks. Um, but it's in a manageable position. And then yeah, having recently had this uh, ITB issue, it's 
it's funny you go from you know being able to go out for long runs and you know knock out 30ks at a, a really decent pace leading into an Ironman build and then I was at a point there not long ago where I was sort of going out for test runs and I tried to run 2ks sort of seven six minute 30ks on grass and I mean I got 1k in and the pain was excruciating and I had to stop and that was that kind of really hit home that yeah I really do have a problem I really got to do something about it and this is time off running um and that was I guess where I said before I used it to my advantage and you know luckily with this sport there's other disciplines so I used it to get a lot of time in the pool I was still riding a fair bit but I found that it kept up a bit of inflammation in my knee. So I had to, for a couple of weeks there, drop that off as well um, and really picked up the swimming. Um, but yeah, rushing back into injury, I mean, you can rush back and it might be good for a little bit of time. And it's one thing of treating a problem, but it's also figuring out why the problems arisen in the first place and what's a way to get rid of it and make sure that it's not going to come back. So Absolutely. Tim, what are some of the things you love, uh, some of the workouts you love doing on, on the run? Um, I love my long runs on Sundays. It's, I do them at different times of the day. And if it's a day on a Sunday where I really do need to sort of sleep in and catch up on some sleep, I will, I will do that and head out later in the day or even uh, late afternoon into dusk at night. I think that's an awesome time to run. Um, but then again, I do love getting up early and, you know, starting your run, you dark and it's nice to come home at uh you know you got an hour and a half run in the bank and you're sort of heading home there's still people rolling in from the night before and um yeah love love sunday long runs um i also love back into last year i was doing some double run days um usually on a tuesday or wednesday which would sort of be uh i'd have a swim first thing and then i'd sort of get in a very hard track run which was probably 80 minutes which, as I said before, would involve sort of eight to nine one Kers at somewhere between seventy point three to Olympic distance pace, um, with quite a quick turnaround. So it was sort of really high threshold work and was really a tough session. And then I'd back that up and just head out for a nice, easy sort of aerobic run, um, you know, five to five thirty pace in the afternoons and get another ten to twelve Ks in. So it would turn around to be at times up to a twenty five K run day, but just such a varying of intensity and sort of mixing it up and that was yeah as hard as it was at the time doing the 1ks and then also to get yourself up and get back out for that second run it was um no it was certainly a day and i guess a couple of sessions that i really enjoyed tim thank you so much uh, for that much appreciated uh, love chatting to you on this edition of the conage look forward to to finding out a little bit more about your nutrition strategy uh, the next time we touch base thanks for your time thanks brad Yeah, injury can uh, play havoc when it comes to your Ironman run, but some uh, good tips there from Tim. Thank you so much for joining me today. Before I go, though, uh, a quick uh, iTunes review, and this one saying, Essential Ironman Listening, a five-star review from Iron Reed saying, This is the podcast for any triathlete that dreams of qualifying for Kona. Iron Reed, your check is in the post, mate. Thank you so much uh, for that. What a cool what a cool review. Much appreciated. Uh, and if you haven't left one yet, I'd appreciate it even more. All you have to do is head over to iTunes, search for The Kona Edge, leave us a review and a rating, and it just helps us uh, spread this message about the sport that we all love so much. So thanks for listening.
listening today. Uh, we'll have another one for you uh, in uh, an upcoming edition of The Kona Edge. Thanks uh, from myself, Brad Brown. It's cheers. We hope you enjoyed this episode of The Kona Edge. Run like the wind. Our next free online running seminar is happening soon. Sign up now on thekonaedge.com slash running seminar.